Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. Welcome to episode 15 of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And I'm John. Together again. Together again. Yes. You bailed on us last week. I did. Slacker. But (laughs) I did manage to edit you guys up. Yes, you did. And put it all together and get it on the air. And uh, what happened when you were editing the podcast, Danny? Well, I had a very interesting story to share with everybody because... uh, Finally. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. These guys have been asking me. It's like, you know, we need more Danny on here and some of my stories. And this just happened. Um... Dan here had sent me the pod and of him and John, episode 14, and I had to get to editing it, and it happened to be on Sunday night uh, that I actually uh, sat down to edit it. Now, I got my, my laptop out and got everything I needed, set it on the back table of the back room of my house. Uh, at the time, my wife and my daughter are in the room. They're watching television. And everything is is just sort of normal. But as soon as I uh, get to sit down, finally, after everything was powered up, sat down, I put the headphones on, started to click go and started to listen to you guys, the lights in the back room just went boop, off. TV was still on. I still had power to everything, laptop, everything Mm -hmm. was was good. And I'm like, all right, what's going on here, right? My wife's just like, you're messing around with that ghost stuff. <laughs> Something followed you home, right? My daughter's going, yeah, it must be the ghost. And I went over to the switch and went to see what was wrong. Now, it's a push-button switch, but I've never had it stick like that before or anything. Like, it never did that. When you I, pushed it again, I, was I, there any resistance? No, I mean, it, it's so just it's, its normal resistance. So yeah, I right. pushed it, and it turned on, and everything was fine. So there was no reason for it to turn off. And it was just the whole idea of sitting down to do the podcast of when it happened. So right. there's no such thing as coincidence, as we talked about. Mm-hmm. It, it just seemed like a really odd experience. Now, I've had other experiences in that back room uh, where... My son and I, which were very much into the Eagles, and we were discussing how we were going to see the Eagles at the time. This was a while ago, yes. like, and earlier in the spring, I believe it was. And we said, let's watch the uh, the video, the DVD of, of that. And we said, okay, that'll be fine. And it was actually on Netflix at the time, so we were watching it on there. Now, my sound system for the surround sound and... Uh, is also a DVD player, but it's it's just a touch on the top, you just a touch mode, so it can be sensitive, uh, but nothing's ever gone off type of thing. Right. Uh, we've had it flick on and off, or at odd times, nothing was really thought about it. You know, just mm. this time though, we were watching the Eagles uh, documentary, and it's just. Really weird, because all of a sudden, the sound went off totally, and then it came back on, and it scanned to F- the FM dial, and went through a bunch of stations, and stopped on Hotel California, on an Eagle song that was playing on the radio Whoa. at the time. <laughs> That's paranormal. There's 
no such thing as coincidence. That was no. just, and even my son's like, okay, that is just, you know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Goodbye, Dad. <laughs> right, exactly. So, um, You had a visitor that showed you what it could do. Exactly, yeah. And how long ago was that? That was probably in the spring. So we weren't even doing the podcast We weren't doing it at that point, no. Oh, wow. No. And I was uh, cool. saying on a few of the podcasts of how I'm constantly finding dimes and and just the other day again getting ready for the winter getting uh, the furnace ready mm-hmm. getting a new filter put in and i was going around and opening the vents the one vent that i wanted to open just seemed to jam on me it wouldn't open the little flaps so i lifted it out i opened it and a dime fell out of it well it was like wow i mean this is just you know so yeah, I mean, I say there's no such thing as coincidence. I think we all mm-hmm. we all say that, but it's just been. Uh, I used to think that, bizarre. but uh, not no, anymore. not anymore. Not no. anymore. No, mm-hmm. no, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was cool. Yeah, so it's it's been interesting, but I found that just as you know, you're doing a podcast and then the lights go out. A paranormal was, podcast. Yeah, and, yeah that's and, 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 and after you said. Oh, you well, said something to the room. Well, right? I yeah. after my my daughter was the first actually to react and saying, "Must be the ghost, Dad." You know, she's yeah, uh, she's ass. yeah, <laughs> and she's kind of with it. She's, yep, yeah, she's she's kind of with it. She's had a few experiences where uh, mostly with the electronics of, of right. stuff happening. Mm-hmm. And my wife is like, "You didn't bring something home, did you?" And like the thing, you know. <laughs> so I went over to the switch, got it, got it on, and uh, got the switch on so that the lights went on and it's like wow and then i thought okay i have to say something here so i just kind of turned toward the other part of the house looking outward and and said uh okay thanks for making your presence known but you can't stay here you have to leave yeah um now i didn't know whether it was a good spirit or you know or bad but no need to find it it's just yeah. yeah after that I felt comfortable. There was no change in the air or anything like that, but it was just suddenly felt comfortable that I could go back and do the podcast editing. And probably in the back of your head, you're thinking, I have no idea what the hell Dan and John were talking about on this. Yeah. You have to leave, right? Yeah. Because that could be. Yeah. Because that was my, my thought at the time was (laughs) what did these guys talk about? And did it uh, come with the podcast? You know, exactly. Mm -hmm. Not a bad idea. Yes. Who knows what we're up to? Well, I'm glad you spoke up. (laughs) <laughs> and actually, I really like the one with the the DVD and the state. Yeah. That that's that is definitely a spirit. Just going, oh, hey, look, for sure. How, that's how, cool. That's... How, how is it you're watching uh, Eagles documentary? Yeah. yeah. The uh, the sound goes off, then your stereo cycles through the FM. Yeah. Until it finds an Eagles song. Right. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah and exactly. and the funny thing too is the spirits in your house for the most part are old. Because yeah. remember, I told you that one old guy came and told me he just because yep. Dan really appreciates his old home and he looks after it. Mm-hmm. So like, they kind of got with the modern times because they never had DVDs and yeah. So that's that's kind of cool. I like oh, that. I know cool. it's, it's a little bit. And they're stuff. into overrated musicians as well. Hey, fighting words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, leave the Eagles and the Beatles alone. All okay? right, <laughs> all right. Everything else is fair game. Yeah. yeah. You're not a Nickelback fan, too, are you? Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but I think in just those cases that I, I had mentioned, I mean, little things can happen like that. Maybe not little. They, they can be big things. But uh, some people will write them off as coincidence. They, I think they happen a lot to people. A lot of people just write them off. But I think they should maybe take notice. And even if they do say, thank you for making yourself known, 
but you can't stay here just to be on the safe side like there's no harm in saying that yeah or yep. if, you, if you say yep. if you're not related to me right or if you're not here for the greater good mm-hmm. then you say you, you gotta move on right right like you yep. might have just told your mom to get the hell out of the yeah, house I could have yeah, yeah well, your or mom grandma or, yeah. she would have stayed anyway she would have right? stayed anyway mom, yeah. she would have backhanded you <laughs> exactly. at, the, at the table she would have whistled I told that story yeah, right. the whistling yeah, but, that's yeah. Right. whipped a dime at your head <laughs> yeah whipped yeah. a dime yeah John you uh, you seem to have more experiences this past week yeah Dan and I well I'll let you start Dan we had the already we so, had an adventure adventure this week so John got a call uh, from a lady mm-hmm. from a small town uh, on Lake Huron. Mm-hmm. We, won't, we won't say the town because, you know, we like to respect people's anonymity. And she said that her daughter, who's I think she was in her early, early 20s, yeah. Yeah. Um, was in the basement of this home. It's a beautiful house. Like, it's an old... And we talked about this on episode 14 yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, so we've been to the place we talked yes, about. Yes, and we've been there. And it's it's a beautiful old Victorian-style home. Beautiful grounds. Like, the lady's got a wicked green thumb. It's just a gorgeous place. But the daughter was in the basement, and the daughter is very sensitive. Like, she's got some skills that she hasn't tapped into or has ignored or whatever. But this, this old lady, in her late 60s, not that old, um, appeared before her. And, and like I said, we talked about this before. And she was all burnt right, down the right lady, side yeah. of her head, right side of her neck, shoulder, and, and I guess a bit of her body. And she chased, literally chased this poor girl, who mm. I'll call Betty, for mm. the sake of the podcast, yep. around the basement. And she latched onto her, and I guess she scrambled to get the hell out of the, the basement, basement, and yeah. this, this lady disappeared. But just before she left, she says, I want you to feel my pain. And... So Betty got out of there, as you, you would imagine, mm-hmm. and uh, told her mom and dad and everything else. Now, this house is full of spirits. Like when John and I went there, when did we go there last? Uh, the day we recorded the last pod, whatever day that was. Okay, so not too long ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a, week. a week ago, we went there, and John said he felt there was about like close to 15 to 18 spirits mm-hmm. in this house. And I was going to say probably a dozen, at least a dozen. There's a lot of young kids floating around. and Spirit kids. Spirit kids, yes, yeah. yeah, sorry. Okay. And I also picked up on two men. And the one guy was wearing, uh, he had glasses, uh, brown hair, mustache, suspenders. Mm-hmm. So he looked like he was like from the 30s or 40s or, or right. you know, before that. But uh, this young girl, like the daughter, Betty... Um, she was seeing these things and I guess she's been seeing them for a while. Mm-hmm. And she said, though, there's, there's two little kids, two little spirit kids in the house. Uh, she gave me names. She said one was named Lily. The other one was Robbie. Mm-hmm. And she said they were adults when they died, but they chose to come back as spirits, as children. children wow. That, that period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That period. Yeah. And when we went upstairs, cause we're getting a tour of the home. I could see the little girl on the landing, and she was wearing a, a white outfit. She had blonde hair. And then afterwards, when we were going down, I looked back up, and I could see the little boy. And he had brown hair, brown eyes. He was peering through the, the railings, like the, the rungs mm-hmm. at me. And uh, we were picking up, like, uh, when we were in there, John wasn't feeling anything. 
Yeah, there was. But they were all other than uncomfortable. But yeah, not, but they were specific. all over me. Like I was getting pains. Um, talking to the son, uh, he's in his early twenties as well. Yeah, twenty-one years old. He's been tormented by this old lady spirit, the burnt one. The burnt one. Like she'll stand in his doorway at mm-hmm. night and look at him, and and she, I think, and John said this too. She just uh, she she can't stand the sun for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. She doesn't approve of. Whatever, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe he's a, and she yeah, died in 1924. Just to put maybe it he's a sex, drugs, and rock and roll kind of kid, right? But mm-hmm. whatever, different different moral standards yeah, different and era. ethics, right. and yeah, like you said, a different era. But uh, we, when we were there, uh, like I said, I was getting all sorts of physical weird symptoms. Like I was, like I, I was standing. It felt like I was standing on a boat. Mm-hmm. Like you were swaying back and mm-hmm. forth, really. something sharp poked me in the back of the head. Wow! And the son says, "Oh, he said, he said, he says I get that too." And he pointed to the exact same spot wow. on his head, and I didn't tell him where I felt it. Like it could have been anywhere. And and he and he was like, "Wow!" Like it was, it was like a weird validation. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing is that there's something, and John believes demonic in the basement. Right. Because the daughter was saying she saw a black ooze coming mm-hmm. out from under the door. I yeah, from under the door. From from the basement where she, this old lady had, had tried to latch onto her. And, uh, you know, mom and dad were taken in stride and trying to be as calm and cool as they can. But you could see that they were really upset. Mm-hmm. And uh, so a couple days later, John and I were messaging back and forth. And we were going to do our thing. Go in there remotely and... See right. if we can find this old lady and, and give her the boot. So we, you know, we always coordinate using text, text messages. And, and John said, oh, and John's the guy that, that always finds them, right? Right. So, and then I hone in on it somehow and, and I do my thing. So he says, I found her. She's on the sta- on the landing going up to the, the second floor. And it's there's two stairs. There's one in the back and one in the front. And she's on the front one. So... I honed in on her, found her, and I did my thing. And I said, listen, you got to go. There's no there's no reason for you to be here. I said, your husband's waiting for you. you probably got family waiting for you. Don't worry about this family. It's not your home anymore. you got to move on. And when I said that, it was weird. And I've, I've, I had this happen at the, the Hamilton house when we moved that poltergeist mm. kid. It was like a, almost like a, a tunnel, like a tube that opened up. Mm-hmm. And it started above the front door because I could look down and see the front door right. as I was projecting myself. And I could see your husband standing there. He's wearing like a like a nice tan colored suit. And this thing opened up and there was like a blue crackling, like almost like of light at the end. Mm-hmm. And these two, I don't I mean, it even sounds crazy for me to say it, but it has happened to me before. These two balls of energy, which I assumed were this lady and her husband, went up towards the back of this tunnel and disappeared. But then a third one showed up, and I don't know who this one was, started to go in, hesitated, backed up, Mm -hmm. and then shot forward into this blue crackling light. Mm -hmm. And then the tunnel started to move to the the right, towards the back of the house, and faded away. And I was like, oh, 
like portal, portal or something. A portal right. or yeah. whatever, right? They right. say go into the light. Right. You know, sometimes okay. they need to be coaxed. Right. And uh, so I messaged John and he says, yeah, he says she was on the, usually when when I get a hold of them and I move them, they mm-hmm. disappear from John's point of view. Right. So I figured, well, I felt good about it and I, I think she's gone. And, uh, but John said, well, he says, I think there's something else going on here. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I said, we got to go to the basement. And we got to go to the basement. Oh, no. So I'll let John take over from here. And this is the part where, you know, mm-hmm. we, we have to reevaluate and rethink our, uh, protection, our protection and our, and do, our yeah. plan of attack and everything yeah. else. And reading signs. Um, so, so I said to Dan, I said, we got to go to the basement. There's something there. And when we were in the house physically, I got this sense of dread when I was in the corner of the basement. On the, when you go down the stairs, it was the right side. So, and right away, and I had this thing, as Dan's doing his thing, telling me to F off and get out. Mm-hmm. F off and get out. And said, so we got to go to the basement. I knew it was coming from the basement. And I went down there, and Dan's finishing up with what he was, was doing, and... This thing was in there, and I began to corner it. And we're talking, we're we're projecting. This is not our physical. Right. This yeah, is us yeah. from our living rooms at yeah. home. Doing yeah, just going there projecting. remotely, right? Okay. Yeah. And I'm just creating light, and I'm cornering this thing. And as I'm cornering it, it's morphing from, looks like a, a small horse's head I'm seeing with a mane. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I'm seeing uh, a really, really angry bald man, and then it morphs into a skeleton and then antlers come out of the side of it. You saw the face with the antlers. I saw the skeleton face with look. It looked like elk, black elk yeah, antlers. Right, yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna draw a picture of it. Yeah, put I'll, that on the, I'll put it yeah. on the uh, the the, yeah. the Facebook. And page. these it would morph between images. Would be about ten seconds. And I first, so I said to Dan, I'm like, oh, we got another poltergeist doing the whole routine to scare you, right? And then it 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 went. Then it showed this like goat like thing. Um, like a billy goat kind of thing with horns that are about, I'm going to say, what's that, six, seven inches long mm-hmm. and a little bit of a beard, but it's got really, really messed up eyes and it's got man's arms. And I only saw it from about the chest up, but I can tell it's got human-like hands. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really close to it now. I've got it cornered in the room and the rest of the room is flooded with light. And the next thing you know, I'm getting ripped backwards. And I'm like, I'm thinking it's another ghost, another spirit, something's got me. And I'm getting thrown backwards and next thing you know, these two people that I identify as like protectors or guides, whatever term you want to give them, and the lady is looking at me, and her eyes are as big as ghosts or big as golf balls, and she's shaking her head. He just looks at me, and he just says, "Johnny, what the f are you doing?" Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, and I'm backing up, and he's pointing, like, and just get out of here. And the get female spirit guide said, "Demon." No, this was the second time. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was just shaking her head. Like, she looked like in shock. Already. Right? But then she turned and went towards the corner where I had the corner, this thing cornered. And then then I recognized this native guy who I've seen, who I believe is a protector for me. And I see him. And all I see him, he just materializes. And all of a sudden, he's running towards there. And then next thing you know, and I'm backing up. And I remember the lady who I, I it's a family friend from Nova Scotia. She's looking at me, and she made a gesture. And next thing you know, I'm being yanked up the stairs, and I get thrown to the top. And this is all remote viewing. And then Dan's uncle is there. And th- this guy, you got to know this guy. He's a doesn't take any shit from anybody kind of guy. 
And he threw me up the stairs and told me to get the bleep out and what the F are you thinking? And the next thing you know, I'm back in my chair in my living room. Right. And as far as, I, so Dan and I then, because it was too much to text back and forth, we're talking, we left it feeling good. Definitely felt good about the burnt woman. Right. That we've certainly curtailed her at the very least. Um, and then we kind of thought, well, the guides looked after this thing, right? And uh, we had this one other time with Big John where we did a similar thing. And then they just came along and yeah, my two uncles, them off. Mm-hmm. My, yeah, as guides, came yeah. in and dragged him out of the house and laid a beating yeah. on him. Right? Yeah, and and so Dan and <laughs> so I said, we, hey. well, we thought, oh, cool, like yeah, you know, uh, our guides are stepping in and messing with this big, ugly, right, non-human entity yeah. kind of thing, and uh, yeah, and so basically from there, it's wipe your hands. Yeah, we thought we were done. Follow up with them in a couple of days because then I messaged the daughter. And yeah. I said, I said, how are, how are things in the home? And she says, well, she says, it, it feels different here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I taught her some quick protection techniques, and we'll get into that mm-hmm. uh, in a bit. Yeah. And uh, she said, yeah, it definitely feels better. And she says, it was quiet last night, and everybody had a good sleep. Because they had all been complaining that they were waking up exhausted, everybody right. in the house. Yeah. Like they're napping all the time. And so something, or many things, were draining them of energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, okay, well, let me know if, if anything happens. And then the next night at around 3 a.m., something slammed a door yeah. inside the house with enough force to wake everybody up. Yeah, that's right. And, and that really unsettled the parents, and I could tell from talking to her about yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, but then poor John here had a visitor at home. And this was... And this is where it gets really interesting. Yeah, and this also, like, you know, like with all the stuff that we do, this was beyond my limits, right? Right. Um, so I went to bed and I, I had a dream where all of a sudden I'm back at that house and I'm looking for that burn woman, just kind of checking if she's there. And so I went with it, right? It was, wasn't intentional. It was, I have no idea what time the dream started, but it, I went with the dream and I found her outside on the property. And I thought, okay, well, that's good. She's not in the house, you know, and I saw the property the way it looked back in 1924. And this was a grand home for that, that time frame. And I just could see acres of, and it was fruit trees and things in the whole bit. I think she loves the home. She loves the home. She died in the home, yeah. unfortunately. And and after we tell people what happened to me, we'll tell what the son brought brought in. What this is part of what set her off. Yeah, right? we're we're kind of we kind of. Uh, oh, here, well, okay. Well, let's so we'll, we'll tell what, what the son brought in, um, or what where he went. And this is where, and people, if you're curious about the paranormal, okay, we've had now two negative situations where people have gone. To old psychiatric hospitals. Abandoned, abandoned sanitariums. Or... sanitariums. And one of the things I can affirm when I was at that house about odors, and I got, and I'll be real blunt, it was shit, and it was like it was fresh. And the daughter confirmed it when we were there, that she'd got that aroma. The son went to one of these places. What is that? I don't know. We, we got some banging going on here. No, we, like, okay, we just got to stop for a second. Yeah. We're, we're in the haunted theater again. We're not in John's <laughs> dining room. Yeah. But we've got some footsteps. Mm-hmm. To my right and behind Danny, and uh, that's right above our head. There's nobody yeah. up there. That's right no, up here, isn't it? Yeah. So we uh, there's a little. Uh, yeah, we got I, something. I, it's a little storage. There's attic a little, if little you storage want, loft above our head because we're sitting yeah. off to the yeah, side of the stage. Right? A lot of yeah. times, yeah. And uh, there's someone. Yeah. Walking around up there. Hopefully, it's not what came to visit me. <laughs> So when the son was there, yes, back to the story. He now. felt like he had something like driving a pick into his head mm-hmm. at the sanator- that's at the, the sanatorium. The and they got into the building, so like I think they even kind of 
you know, pull, pulled some boards down. And the girl, one of the girls that was with him, she had a massive scratch inflicted on her while they're in that building, and then they got the hell out. Mm-hmm. So that's the backstory. And this kid, I mean, he's not a kid; he's in his early twenties. Yeah, as 20, well. 21, Yeah, he also has. He is is a bit of a magnet for this stuff, just mm-hmm. like that girl Maria we've right. spoken about. Yeah, and he can't stay away. Right. Like his antenna he is said, up, he, and he even admits he compulsion. He, he has a compulsion to go to these haunted places. And I think yeah. you know? it calls him because he's got skills, no protection. He's wide open, right? Yeah. yeah. And he just gives into it. And he, he brought this dark, yeah, demonic thing home with him. And and so we told you that, and that's why this woman is harassing him. Oh. Because she has this beautiful home that she remembers it. Now, this poor lady was burnt on December 24th, died, if I remember correctly, January the 5th. And she, But she loves the home. Now there's this young guy that she, from a different era, almost 100 years later, she can't identify with him. Mm-hmm. And he's brought this thing into this house that she loved, and that's why he's inflicting his punishment. He says he feels like, like Dan described, like he's got something jabbed into his head or a pick in his head. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. And this just popped into my head now. I wonder if the old lady spirit went after Betty in the basement to get her out of there, away from this thing. It could very well have been. Like she, she kind of went. Well, you know what? The best way to get rid of her is to scare the hell out of her. To get her away from this. Because the basement is a problem. Yes. Yeah. The basement is a definite. This is where this thing is so working. I'm almost convinced that she's not so bad. Yeah. But she took but it she upon is. herself to to say some tough love kind of thing and say, get the hell out of and here. And also, you got to do something to get people in here to help, right? Yes. Yeah. So you, I think you're onto something with that. Yeah. And, and so, but she does have a real hate on for this young guy. Because he brought this because he brought this in this right? demon in. We'll just call it a demon for now. Yeah, like uh, I'm 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 calling it that. Um, but when you hear what it did to me, uh, you know, you, you pick your own term, whatever you would decide, right? Right. Um, so then, like I said, I had that dream and I went to the house and I saw it back in 1924. And I remember I left the dream thinking she's outside and that's good. Mm-hmm. And I remember and I, and I talked to her nicely. I said, you know what, like come on, you don't want to be thought of this way, right? You know what, if the kid is a little bit of a wild card or whatever, you don't understand it, it's a different era. Move on and enjoy, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever's out there for you now. And then I'm back, and then next thing you know, I wake up, and I can, yeah, at 3 a.m. At, at, at 3 a.m., it turns out when I was finally able to open my eyes. The old witching hour, right? Mm-hmm. That's um, right. I can hear this right. on my floor, clicking. It's a clicking type sound, right? So I remember I laid there to listen to it. And then it's getting too close to my bed, and then it goes to the end of my bed, and then walks into the hall and repeat. And it's, it's going back and forth, like an L, right? And didn't you have some sleep paralysis? Yeah, so then I decide, okay, i got to see what the hell this is, right? And as I, I couldn't open my eyes, and I'm laying there, my eyes would not open. I remember I tried to move my body to like touch my eye, and now I'm frozen. And I mm-hmm. can hear it. And the more that I struggle, the more this thing starts to click. And I'm hearing this like a clicking sound, right? And... It's got a little bit of weight to it, but not a lot. And it's going back. And it's so if you just picture, if you walk into someone's room, there's a bed. You turn to your left, and then walk. So it was an L shape it was making. And the more I struggled to uh, wake up, the faster it went. Right? It was just. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, okay, and I and I'm, no, I got paralysis. Right? I got sleep paralysis, or I, I can't move. Whatever you want to call it, old hag syndrome, or whatever the hell is going on here. I don't know. And so then I began to blast light. That's my protection thing. The minute I did that. 
it was like something slammed me into, and I could feel myself sinking into the bed. Just like, but it wasn't like, say, a hand on your chest or a hand. It was like from head to toe, and I'm just being pushed. Like if someone put a board on top of you. Yeah, and mm. and just pushing you down. And I'm going to say I felt like I sunk into the bed about two inches. Mm. And now, of course, now I'm going apeshit, right? I'm trying to, and the more I try to blast late, and, I'm, and I remember I got angry, and I'm like, Get, you can't, you know, the whole bit. The next thing you know, I swear to God, I feel like as something's pushing me down, there's something's inside my chest cavity and my abdomen, and it's trying to pull your insides up. Wow. And it got to the point where I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm at I'm a point of panic, and I couldn't move. I couldn't call out. I'm Actually, my hand is beside me, and I'm thinking, if you move it six inches, I can flick Lisa, and she can... Mm. And, I, and I can't move. And I'm going to say I was in that position where pushed down, insides being pulled up for at least a minute. And I'm, and I mean, I'm... I'm scared, I'm in a rage, I'm going off the deep end. And when I finally was able to blink my eyes open, I look, and there are these guides and protectors again. And I'll never forget it, even now when I'm telling you, it just, it freaks me out. And there is the lady, her name is Burl, there's Jerry, and they are carrying out of my room what looks like a goat. And I can see the hoofed legs. Yeah. I can see, and I showed you, Danny, that picture. It had mm-hmm. a little bit less hair on the, the chest. Yep. Um, and it's got like a, a goat or a, a ram's type head, but the, the horns aren't curled all the way around. And it's looking at me, and the eyes are just glaring at me, and they're carrying it down my hallway. And this lady who I who speaks to me a lot, she looked at me, and she screams out my name. Everybody used to call me Johnny back in those days. Mm-hmm. Smarten up! And then she said, Demons, and she's just in a rage, and then she turns and they go down my hallway and out the wall and gone. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and I like, and now, so here we are now. It's Wednesday, and from my neck to my belly button, I'm like, I'm stiff, I'm sore. Right. It's I'm the only way I can describe it. Um, it's like when I've been hitting football or a car accident, right? Where you know the seatbelt. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this now, like I've told Dan and Tony, like I gotta. Take a little bit of a pause. Yep. I believe there were warning signs given to me, but somehow I'm not reading them. Don't forget about the, the thing on the wall. Yeah. Too, and, so, right? and so then that morning, and now I'm kind of freaked out with the whole thing. I'm I'm really stiff. Um, I So everybody left the house, they're gone. And then I start getting this stuff into my head, right? And, and I believe it was this thing communicating with me. Mm-hmm. And... It's telling me that you will not set foot in this house ever again, meaning like along Lake Huron. And uh, and I'm not being, there's no bravado this time, no nothing, and I'm just listening. And uh, I said, I, we can arrange that, but and then I left the conversation, right? And then I went up to my bedroom, and it started again, that you are not. And then then I get this thing coming into my head, that if the next time what happened to you, it'll be your daughter. Wow. And I'm, then that really made me stop, right? Of course, yeah. And so I'm standing there, and I said, I will make you a deal. You never walk in my home, and I'll never walk in that home. Mm-hmm. And, and But then in the back of my head, I'm thinking about talking to people about protection and the whole bit. Just you know, the things you do, right? And it kind of got, I think I upset it. And the next thing you know, on my wall, and I adore this thing. The school had the kids put their foot in a plaster, mm-hmm. and you get the little your child. Right. My my daughter was in kindergarten. Yep, 
And next thing you know, that thing's on the wall and it starts to swing. And it's just hanging on a ribbon that they originally tied. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I won't go to the home and the whole bit. And then I get that voice from the lady who talks to me. She says, Johnny, go get that because he's going to smash it off the wall. Mm-hmm. And no word of a lie, I'm standing by my bed and that thing's on the wall and it's just swinging back and forth. Wow. And so I went over and grabbed it and put it in a drawer. And then she said, you got to put it up there with wire so that he can't snap the ribbon. Yep. And that's, and so then like I told these guys, like I've made a deal right, right now, I'm not going back. Mm-hmm. And I said, as long as you stay away, I'll stay away. Um, but I'm convinced what I met that night is either demonic or in that realm. Right. Because this was no damn poltergeist. Non-human entity. Non-human entity. Whatever the category, whatever you want to... This yep. thing, like I said... No, and I also believe that this thing was there with other things. Because I believe whatever it was doing was to upset me. Mm-hmm. And this thing pushing me down was the control. And then the other... Something else was there ripping at the insides. Like I'm going to... And no word of a lie, guys. Like I'm sitting here and it's like almost like a cross here like that. Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm like you guys see me move a little bit. And I'm kind of. Yep. I'm. It's it's like you know I had a car accident. Like that's what it feels like, right? Yeah. Let's say your hemorrhoids are flared up. No, no, no. I'll show you. I'm good. <laughs> I'll show you. Um, so, I gotta throw one jab in every podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. you gotta lighten up. A, Demons or no? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was beyond for sorry, me. That sorry, crossed John. the boundary. No, don't worry. I'll never talk to you about my hemorrhoids again. <laughs> um, uh, but that for me crossed the boundary. Right. That was too far. And then when the threat on my daughter, and um, the thing that really got me, and you know what was funny? Um, and I, I told Dan this when we were having a bite before we started. Um, I actually was reaching for my my cell. To record it. Because I wanted to record that. Mm-hmm. Even with all the stuff going on, I wanted to record that thing swinging, right? I thought that'd be great yep. on a Facebook page. And that's when the voice said, Johnny, go grab that. He's about to smash it. Yeah. And that thing means a lot to me like you know she was five right they got that nice little thing they do in the back and she signed it and you know and trying to spell her name and not even freaking close but it's yeah you know and yeah so i put it away but i actually watched that thing start to swing and it was just slowly getting bigger yeah and she said johnny grab it he's gonna smash that thing on you well you know so i believe the sun and and part of my things are i don't remember when we went to the house them talking about he went to that place but we don't remember hearing about a girl who got scratched I don't remember that. Maybe you do. I don't. That was new information. They never told me. Yeah. So I never heard that. You had that on mm-hmm. a, a phone conversation with the mother. Yeah. Afterwards. Later when I told her that, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to stay yeah, away. Because it's like you said earlier when, when we're at the bar, you think that there's a lot more going on that, then, they're not, that they're not telling us for some reason. Yeah. Because even when we were there and, and uh, you know, I was talking to Betty, the daughter, you could tell something was really bothering her. She looked troubled to me. Like we don't know her. No, so she might just be a quiet, you know, you know, but she, introverted. Her face looks strained, right? Yeah, like yeah. she looks stressed. Yes, that's right. And uh, she's apparently super sensitive, and she brings things home as well mm-hmm. by her own admission. Yeah, not nothing bad. She thinks. Yeah, but they they zero in on her. Yep. And uh, this town, as well, it's near uh, a nuclear plant, mm-hmm. and it's right on the lake, so. The energy up there. Yeah, Michelle de Rocher feels it powers them up. Yeah. Right. Th- thinks that these things just feed off the energy from the power plant yeah, yeah. and the uh, the lake, right? Yeah, right. the water. So she says that's why she, Michelle was telling me, she says that's why she always has to go back and do follow-ups. Right. When she does clearings in those, in the, in the towns in that area. Right. So 
and John, you don't live too far from there either, really, no, right? Don't so. not that yeah, town uh, south of it. So yeah, um, and the history on the home too. The the owner has really gotten into it, and I think part of it, what's going on in there. Oh yeah, tell them how many people have yeah, lived so in this hundred and thirty year old home. One family lived the original family lived in it for over forty years, and then for the remaining like say eighty odd years, it has had seventeen different owners. Wow. So when you divide that into it, we're talking like a three-year stint, right? Yeah. And I said it in the last podcast, I used to walk by this house when I lived in that town. The for sale sign, gone, up again in a year. And there was one time where somebody stayed at least three months max and it's up for sale again. So I believe there's a history with that home. Right. And I think the son has brought in even more. Right. Um, when mm-hmm. I was phoning this lady to say that I'm out, I'm sorry, I can't help you. This is beyond my abilities. And I'm mm-hmm. I, and I'm not going to bone up and try to figure out how to deal with this thing. It's threatening my child now. Or I'm right. not going to worry about that. But I told her, you also... Uh, they, they were kind of talking to specific spirits, right? And I got a message that someone's got to go in, really a lot of skills, clear the whole damn place. Because I was told that some of these little benign-looking spirits of children are actually some demonic things... But, oh, look at me. I'm just little, little yeah. Bobby. But next thing you know, Bobby, there's laying on your chest, draining you all night. And that's why you're waking up tired. Yeah. Right. And I was told, John, just clear the whole house. Right. Clear the whole house. And that's what, not me, but advisor to clear right. the house. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was, you know, we talked about stuff and, oh, that'd be cool. That'd be neat. For me, there was nothing cool or neat about that. That, that was beyond yep. my tolerance level. My daughter being threatened, uh, that was too much. And I really I'll tell you, was, we what was it? Less than two months ago, I was taking pain pills because I got smoked in the chest. Yeah. From the, and now here I am, and I feel like I had to live in crap kicked out crap beat out of me or a car accident, and that that's beyond what I'm. Yeah. You know, just have a little poltergeist who just kind of make boost some stuff. Let's do that. This yeah. is beyond my desire, my willingness, or my ability. It's yeah, just, we it's we can my, handle the other the guys. This like, this was like too much. A, we'll even take the ghoul, right? You know, because he was like no, he's he was nothing. No. I'll take the hat man over this this guy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Th- th- this was this was too much. This thing's got, right. and I think this thing, like I said, I think we're in the demonic realm now. That's right. my personal opinion, and that's scary. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. something I've always yeah. wanted to avoid. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? We John and I always had our own opinions on demons. Right. We always thought that they were. Old spirits that had converted themselves and right. just to, like uh, project themselves as something that they're not, mm-hmm. something that would scare the hell out of you, right? right. And uh, because that's what the poltergeist, the kid in Hamilton, did. Yeah, he was like an eighteen-year-old kid, but he yeah. was projecting himself as a seven-foot-tall dude in yeah, a cool gray robe with like demonic symbols, Black yeah. Sabbath uh, album sure. cover, yeah, <laughs> on his, you know, all over him, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't see the the really dark non-entity stuff like John does. Right, like I saw the ghoul once, mm-hmm. and I have seen the Hat Man, but uh, this thing that that uh, he ran into and came mm-hmm. to his home, I you know, I'm glad. To, mm-hmm. Sorry, John. Oh, I know. I'm I glad know he came to your house and not mine. Like I'll take the little old ladies from the Dufferin farmhouse that punched me in the mouth. Right. I'll even take the big John spirit that wants to smack me every once in a while. Yeah. Like, we can deal with those guys. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but you know what? I told John this, too, because you can tell he's, he's a little rattled. He is rattled. <laughs> he's a little yeah. upset. I mean, yeah. If you could see him. Yeah. 
Um, you, you could see the tents. This is a lesson learned. Yeah. And we were both told that we're going to run into something that oh, we yeah, can't handle. We've been handle. told about this. We've yeah. been told. And you mm -hmm. know what? It happened sooner than later. Mm -hmm. And it might not be the first time. And I hope John doesn't give up on trying to help people. And But we, we need to... We need to back up. Yep. And, and slow down a bit, too. And slow down. Slow down. We've been getting a lot of requests from people on the Facebook page and through the email. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and that's great. And if something's really bothering you, then then we can try and help. But some people are like, oh, can you tell me how many spirits are in my house? Right. You know, oh, I used to live in this old farmhouse 30 years ago. I don't have a picture of it, but can you mm -hmm. can you check it out? That's a lot me? of energy to do that. Yeah, that's... that's uh, you know, we'd love to do it, but we just can't because right. it drains us. Mm -hmm. uh, and we've always said, like, if there's kids involved, yeah, then then for sure we'll we'll step in and and do yeah. what we can. Right. And uh, all right, well, we're gonna take a, a brief break, get some water, mm -hmm. and um, you were gonna mention about some rights of protection. Yes, that, we've, that we we had some uh, we had some people on facebook page yes facebook page ask about yeah, protection we'll tell you about that so we'll get into that in in a second for you but a few minutes for us you're listening to phantom faction podcast to reach out to phantom faction see our facebook page or email us directly at phantom faction at outlook.com here's your trio of hosts dan john and danny okay we're back on episode 15 of the phantom faction podcast boy my mind just went crazy there did you forget the, what we were doing yeah <laughs> where are we do you have no. another podcast which one am i on the the Phantom Phantom, podcast. Uh, something or other yeah, yeah. and uh yes yeah, so we took a little break uh we got some water and and uh, we had some more footsteps above our head we did and uh i think it's the little guy i think so i think it's jacob jake yeah. jed just running around up there man yeah the little yeah. blonde feller or mascot yeah you should drop it is that that might that, be That's dance. the dance studio downstairs. And it sounds, that yeah, in be. rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> Ghosts in rhythm, yeah. right? Banging on the walls. Yeah. But, uh, yes. Yeah, we started the, the program with, with my story, and I had mentioned that, yeah, if you just say, you know, you ask them to leave politely. Um, you know, welcome here. Whatever. That's right. Uh, we went into John's story, which got really deep, of course, with demons and or what we demon like you know, yeah. as demon like. Uh, yeah. We we can't really say that's exactly what, what yeah. it was. That's what we'll classify it for now. That is, you know, very hard to. Uh, I mean, ex except that I can't do anything about it. You know, at this point, right? Like you, yep. you yep. were feeling that, but you also. Um, have to have some sort of protection on you. And I think that's what we want to talk about right now is the protection. Yes, one of our loyal listeners, uh, Krista Lee, and she's one of the ladies that uh, received decals, Phantom Faction decals. and They're beautiful. Put them on her, her vehicle. I love when people uh, take a picture of it. Yes. And then send it but back. But we only to had two. Yes. But, <laughs> but I love that. But the, yeah. Yes, it's, it was great. <laughs> um, but she asked us what we, uh, what we do for protection when to use it and if it's effective or not. And uh, <clears throat> one of the things that I do, and I don't know if we've talked about this at all before. We may have, but, I mean, we talk about so much. One of the things that, that I was taught, and this is, this is one of the things that I do at home, mm -hmm. and I'll do it uh, remotely for people's homes, if they ask, is I envision a small marble. Okay. And it's really shiny, almost like a disco ball. Right, and I make this thing grow 
and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, like mm-hmm. until it and it as it's growing, it pushes any dark negative energy out. Right. And the center is filled with light. Yeah. And I'll make it so big that it envelops the house and even the property. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll do several of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on where I am uh, remotely in the house, mm-hmm. I'll do it in, in a bedroom or I'll do it and try and do it in the center of the home or I'll do it in the basement or wherever. Yeah. But that's one of the things that I do. And uh, I feel that it works quite well because I, I get a good feeling. Mm-hmm. I can't even describe. It's like a weird sensation yeah. that I get afterwards. I, I was going to just add to that. Is I used to do that as a young kid. Is is You put my fingers together like, you know, I know you can't see me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And get some energy. And I could actually feel the energy. And yep. like you said, yep. and yeah. then go from there. So you're feeling this as well. You When you're expanding yeah. it, you can feel something there. Yeah, and I start it as a small yeah. little marble. Right. And it grows and grows and grows and gets huge. And, and, just, and it pushes out And it pushes negative. anything negative out. And I fill the, the middle of it with, with the brightest light that I can think of. Yeah. And even sometimes I'll wrap the people... Mm-hmm. And the pets in like a, a, almost like a cocoon right. of light. Okay. And uh, that's one of the things. And I just picked up a book today, and I wish I'd brought it in with me. It's quite interesting. But, uh, John, you got it on your phone, yeah, right? Yeah, Surviving. Yeah, it, a really cool book. And we'll, we'll give a plug t- here. Mm-hmm. It's Oh, here it is. It's it? called The Ghost Hunter's Survival Guide. Survival Guide, yeah. And it's by a lady by the name of Michelle Belanger. And they probably say Bellinger in the U.S., but... Uh, yeah, or Bellanger. <laughs> Bellanger, but it's Michelle Belanger. Right. And once again, The Ghost Hunter's Survival Guide. And she talks about protection. Mm-hmm. And she talks yeah. about uh, some of the things I mentioned, which was kind of which was kind of neat. Right. So I was like, oh... You know, these are the things that I do. Yeah. And no one ever, I mean. No I'm, one's told you about yeah, it. Well, it's the just... disco ball. Right. One, uh, another lady from town told me about. Right. But the other one where you encase the people in, in like a cocoon of light, mm-hmm. that's something that I came up with. Right. And it works for me. Yeah. You know, and sometimes, and John has been uh, affected by this, sometimes you can't envision it. There's something blocking you. Yeah. Right. That's when and, you know. Yeah, and yeah. that's when you know something is fighting against you. Right. But you have to be persistent. And even if you only do it half-assed, do yeah. it anyway. Right, yeah. Because it'll wear them down. Yeah, you're, you're weakening yeah. whatever's over that side. Yeah. yeah, and just keep doing it. Or, mm-hmm. you know what? Come up with something else. Because yeah. it's it's always about the intention, like, like we've yeah. said many times before. And uh, whatever works for you, because the mind is a powerful tool. Mm-hmm. And it's all about your mental yeah, strength. Switch to a different color. I've, now yeah. it works. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes, purple. sometimes the color purple w- yeah, works really my well. Backup. Yeah, and uh, and it seems like they can never block that purple. Yeah, pur- for me so far. Um, well, the one yeah. guy who told me about the color purple said it's because it's uh, Michael the Archangel's color purple. Right. His cape was purple and whatever. Yep. I mean, I'm not a religious guy, and but uh, if it works, yep. and it's my intention that it works. Mm-hmm. then that's what I'll use. And there have been times like when the hat man showed up, I encased him in purple light with a reflective interior. And the, that guy who told me to use purple said, if he tries to blast something at you, the reflective interior is just going to come back at him. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, the purple color on the outside is going to protect you. Right. So it's all about that intention mm-hmm. and whatever works for you. And, you know, I've, I've heard uh, mediums and psychics say, you know, you, you, you can visualize yourself in a suit of armor. Right. And they said it could be stormtrooper armor, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. from Star Wars. But as long as it works for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or you could be Iron Man or it could be a knight, like yeah. glowing, shining knight. Right. Right. But whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then John. Uh, Mine's super bright white light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Super, and that's mine too. Yeah, and but when and and Dan's right, like when, when you're getting interfered with, or it's, what's on the other side has got something to it. Right. It's amazing. You try to visit that light, and it's all dim. Right. And what I found where I can get it back now, we have a really bright lamp in the living room, and we do what we do nine times out of ten at night. Yeah. Because uh, nobody's around, you're trying to do something. Yeah, no what one's going to distract mm-hmm. you. Yeah. What are you sitting with your eyes closed? Um, I look at that light. And it seems like I can see the look at the brightness and then I can start getting mine brighter again. Right. But when it's really bad and you can't do anything, then I go to purple and, and purple seems to work. And all of a sudden the white will come back later. But yeah, yeah, I do that. And I've added the marble, like Dan said, after talking to him about it. And that works for me. The disco ball. Yeah. yeah. And right. the same thing I do if there's people in the house, especially, for example, the house in Oakville, the little, little fellow that's having trouble, um, envision him and it's just like he's got a huge, bright... You almost can't see him because it's just blasting off in white light. Right. And and that seems to work. Um, and the other thing that I've done is when things are struggling, like when that house that I went to in Lake Huron, I was able to make like a, a wall uh-huh. because it wouldn't allow the light to right. grow like it normally does. And so then, okay, I make a wall and just push it over. But uh, yeah, those, those are what seems to work for me. Um, yeah. I've asked uh, <clears throat> plenty of times in... Basically, we're all energy, right? Yep. So um, that energy can protect us, and as you mentioned, it can be in many different ways. Uh, I have always done the whole white light thing for protection. Yeah. I've also, even when my kids or anything would have a cold or whatever, I would envelope them for almost a, a light of health type of yep. thing. That one I more or less see almost as a, a pinkish sort of light oh, okay. for see, some I, reason. Or, see, I use the color green. Oh yeah, for healing, yeah. for something like that. Yeah. So, but it's like you said, the yeah. intention, works right? Mind, right? works. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure there's yeah. experts out there on, on auras. Yeah, and exactly. And tell you like green is the color of this and blue is the color of that. And, yeah. But whatever works for you, right? Yeah, and and uh, you know you'd envelope them, and, like you mentioned, a cocoon, or yeah. whether it's just covering them, or yeah. But uh, it's almost like putting them inside of a Kinder egg. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, yeah. and uh, but a, a bright light. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. So if you've thought of these things at home, you know you're not alone. Yeah. And and we've got feedback when we've done it. Yep. Where people have said, "Oh yeah, we had a great night," and you know that's the kind of stuff that we're doing. Yeah. Right? And it's happened multiple times. So you think, well, you know what? In the spiritual world, there has to be something to it. There seems to be. Yeah. That's right. Like exactly. like when that with that girl in uh, Indiana, who had the the single mom with the the, mm-hmm. little, the little kid, and that that old hag of a spirit was bothering her. Yep. We just we just filled that place with white light. We disco balled it. Mm-hmm. We pushed that old lady yeah. out. And took away the blanket so there was no temptation to come back. Yeah. And yeah. I messaged her every once in a while and she says, the house is great. Mm-hmm. She says, the baby's sleeping like a log. She says, I feel great. The house is light. And uh, that makes John and I feel pretty good about what we've done. Yeah. And we know that it works. 
Yeah. Not all the time. <laughs> but I uh, think part of the problem too, though, with what's happened just recently, is that we've had too much of that. Like I think there's only so much you can take. You know, like like uh and then there was times where I would kind of before I'd go to bed I'd pop into two or three houses that had things going on. Yeah. Right. And you're doing that just kinda of like a maintenance type thing. Yeah. And uh, there are houses like for example, the one that we talked about, um, that I don't think we can help. Not right. the one today, but another one uh mm-hmm. um I don't know what what name we gave her last time. We had a different name for her, but anyway it's it's out in Oakville. Maria. She, she, yeah, Maria. Maybe, I don't even know if, if we can. Right. You know, we keep pointing in the right path, but people have to, you know, in some ways you have to, you know, because we can't go exactly. there every night. Right. You can't. It's just, it's just too much. And I think it, it comes from the people as well that uh, are asking mm-hmm. for the help. Do they really want help? Do they want, maybe they enjoy the spirit being around or strange things happening. Yeah. Or it could, maybe this thing's got too much of a hold. Right, and she's got to help us get rid of it, and but she's not right because mm-hmm. you kind of get used to people in a rut can get used to being in a rut, and and they tend to stay there, right? That's right. And yeah. like I said, I've met with her one on one and thought, and next thing you know, you get a whole your screen has got like a foot long text message, it's like oh no, here we go again, right? So right, yeah. But yes, this uh, certainly, and I can see it on you, John, is that uh, you remote viewing or however you want to call that mm-hmm. but it is draining your energy a lot if you especially I, if you're going to two or three places I, i've been doing and, uh, too much the last yeah. little while i need to take a break and uh yeah you know and i got roughed up the other night and i need to just kind of recharge and, and get back but yeah there's i got, got to figure out there's got to be a limit but even when we're not doing stuff we're like we'll look at this picture what do you see what do you, you know and or what do you hear or hear this audio and at some point you got to shut it off and just right you know, and, and yeah, we get people sending us EVPs. Right. What do you think of this? And, or the photo of, of a home and like, what do you sense? And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I'm not as tuned into it as John is, but even still, it's like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah. And, yeah. But we've yeah. had stretch. You have to admit where it's almost been over every night we've had something or darn close to it. Right. Well, there was a time there where we were yeah, doing it, almost a different home. And then you're doing like, okay, you do your thing and then you leave it alone. And then the next day you go back just to do a kind of do a, do a little look back. And that wears you down, right? There's only, you know, you, you can't. It's almost like you go at it for a few days and then take a few more off and just kind of, you know, re-energize and regroup. Yeah, and that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. So like tomorrow could be a whole new story, right? So, that's right. Exactly. But yeah. Yeah. And I think um, you mentioned, Dan, about, you know, if there's kids involved, that always strikes, uh, you know, your heart type oh, of for thing sure. that you, you want to you wanna reach out and help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, that would you know what then you everything we just said goes out the window and definitely right that's it's kids i mean so. there there's a reason why we can do what we do right we neither one of us asked for it yeah no. just yeah. and we found each other right and we found you dan mm-hmm. in the pages of playgirl magazine and uh <laughs> Oh wait, sorry. If you want to autograph pictures, we'll we can just let us know. Yeah. Message us. I was yeah. much younger. Yeah. <laughs> and like we said, there's no coincidences. You know, I found Tony with Ship, and you know, they all right. came yeah. together. And you were, you know, you were that guy. Somebody's pulling the master plan. And you just were, you doing were that thing, right? frightened, terrified guy. That's right. Right. Yeah. And you looked for help, and and you found it. And then you became... The terrified, frightened guy again. The, well. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple days ago. But uh, but you're fine. Yeah, it just, no, I'm, well, I'm worn down. Your, your I'm guides down. came to your rescue. Yeah. and uh, I'm worn down. 
Yeah. It's nice to know that they're there watching you while you're asleep. Yeah, I got to get them to come because a minute and change or whatever it was is too long. I need them on a faster loop yeah. there. You need but, the speed dial. Yeah, speed <laughs> dial, exactly. So, yeah. You got to think, too, is how the podcast came together so quickly. Well, yeah. I mean, it was about three beers when we had to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think. You know. Well, I'm a bit of a genius that way, Danny. <laughs> you know. yeah. But it was just. The mention of a podcast, it's like we should do a podcast. Yeah, I, I mean, I was certainly thinking about it for a long yeah. time. Well, yeah, like John was thinking about it, and I was yeah. thinking about it, and you were thinking about it. And I was being harassed yeah. about it to, yeah. to do it. You were getting messages. Oh, big time. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, how long have we been doing this? <laughs> it's not long. <laughs> Five months? Yeah, I guess so. We're on episode 15? Yep. You know, 40% of podcasts only put out an episode every six months yeah so we're doing well yeah that's right you know, lots to talk about so. yeah there's lots to talk about and sometimes it seems like well shit what are we going to talk about next week and then it's... and then something happens or something comes up we're like okay but uh i'm fine with it well I'm exactly good with it. and i yeah. i love the interaction we have with people on the facebook page you know thanks to uh matthew and krista lee for yes. you know adorning their beloved vehicles with our beloved uh, stickers yeah and uh you know that's fantastic and i just secured the domain name right phantomfaction.com okay good we don't uh it's not up yet we're working Mm -hmm. on it and we'll have some some goodies on there and Mm -hmm. uh and i will let everyone know when it's up and running and uh you know we're expanding yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, we learn as we go, and yeah, everything just seems to fall together. So yeah. that's a good thing. And we have yeah. some really cool investigations coming up with ship. Yes, we do. Uh, we have a home uh, not far from where I live. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a rural country home, and it has a uh, a big cell phone tower on the property. And I seem to think that this tower is energizing the home somehow because the right. people that live in it are the ones that built it. Right. And no one has passed away inside the home or on the property, but their place is teeming yeah. with spirits. So they're, they're dialing up spirits. Yeah. And uh, they're having poltergeist activity. They're getting shadow people like crazy. Yeah. They're having uh, light anomalies fly through the room. And uh, they're pretty cool about it. They kind of get a kick out of it. Right. But... You know, she just reached out to me last night. And she says, you know what? I think we need to get a full investigation yeah, take, going. take a look at it. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be a normal type of investigation. Nothing, nothing uh, yeah. no, no, uh, no black ooze coming out of the, the walls or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. be interesting to take the EMF meter, like, close to well, the tower and no then kidding. see how far. It'll probably explode in your hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably. But, oh, yeah. someone did die in the property. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Danny's out there barbecuing in the field next yeah. to the, <laughs> the cell phone tower. And now haunting. We'll and get now, EVPs. Yeah, and you're haunting us uh, right. from the pages of Playgirl magazine. <laughs> and, and we also, um, Dan and I have an offer uh, to go squatching up north. Right. Yes. We, uh, yeah. That's... We're going to have this lady on hopefully next week. Yeah, I'm going to be reaching out to her tomorrow and try she, to set it up. She had an encounter with a Sasquatch type creature when she was what 10? Yeah, she's just a kid, 10 yeah. years old. So we and won't really we, close. We won't say too much about the story because we don't want to give it away. And John and I love Bigfoot lore. Right. Like we love the the cryptid stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, 15 episodes in, we, we've only spoken about ghosts and a little bit about aliens. Yeah. 
but uh, we'd like to talk more about some of the cryptid stuff because I love it, mm-hmm. and, and I hope the listeners love it too. Let us know. But yep. uh, we'll have that lady on. Yeah, we'll test out her uh, Skyping abilities. Or, or Yeah, we're going to figure out Skype. Figure and, that out first. Yeah. And then. Uh, and you know, we also had um, a lady, I believe it was Natalie, talking about, she'd also like us one time to talk about that UFO event in Australia in 1966. 66, yeah. yeah I haven't looked into it yet. A little bit of reading on it. I know you have. Yeah. Hundreds of people witnessed the UFO beside a school. Right. In Australia. Yeah, and it, but it sounds like it was all covered up. So we're going to do some more. So I think what we're going to do is, I think we should also maybe dig up each of us a, a UFO story. Yeah. And we'll do a pod on UFO stories. And, just and kind I of mentioned on a yeah. previous pod that it was 1966 that was. That's right. We well, saw that one. Yeah. That's right. And and I, I think and that's I what like stirred Natalie. Three or four years old, that, you know, yeah. so. Uh, but I can remember hearing more stories about that as well. So, yeah. it's, so I think we should pick each find a, a UFO story to bring up. Mm-hmm. And uh, and just get that stirred up on the pod too, just yeah. to diversify. You know, um, big, I need a break from spirits, so <laughs> you know, so some yeah, Bigfoot stuff, some UFO stuff, and whatever else we can. Uh, time travel. There's a good subject. Time travel. Yes, I listened to a pod about that just on the way here. <laughs> I wish. I yeah. I wish I could time travel. I'm fascinated with time travel. I, go, I would go back and invest in Google. Uh, <laughs> yes. eBay and <laughs> yeah, Facebook. exactly. I'd be Illuminati. I'd have. I'd be yeah. um, and you know what? The one thing we should also talk about, and just to throw in, Dan, you know about this, and so does Tony. We uh, uh, teleportation, mm-hmm. spirits doing it. And you recall, I talked about. So when we, Big John was being a bit of a knob, uh, yeah, he, he went away and he come back, and I have a mug that my daughter gave me, and it was oh, being yeah. a smart ass mug. And this, this story is kind of freaky. So her, the mug she gave me when I opened it, I went, oh, yeah, it was a nice big coffee mug, but it says, I do what I want. Mm-hmm. Because just as, you know, she's a young woman now, right? Yeah. But I'd always say dad things, you know, be yeah, careful, yeah. you know, and she goes, yeah. I do what I want, right? And she'd go out the door. And see, that, that pays me back, because when I was a kid, my mother would say, where are you going? And I'd say that Eddie Murphy line, I'll be where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd <laughs> shut the door, right. and I'd run to my car, right, and go yeah. before she found me. So anyway... <laughs> One day, I'm in the backyard, and we'd had some flares of Big John banging around the house and some stupid things, right? And Anyway, I go out, and we have all bush behind my house, and I'm looking, and I see this white thing kind of sticking out of the ground. And I go over, and I grab it, and that's the mug my daughter gave me that says I do what I want. Mm-hmm. And probably three days to five days before that, I went into the house and I did my little thing. Big John, you're not welcome here. You're yeah. not, you know, and the whole bit. And that was his little, because I'll guarantee you, I didn't put it there. It's my mm-hmm. mug. Right. Nobody in my house would. Yeah, who no. the hell would and bury a mug in your backyard? buried into the, into the wow. dirt, just beyond the edge of the tree line. Right. Did the dirt yeah. look like it had been disturbed, though? You know, you know what it looked like? It looked like it just it, kind of phased in. and Yeah, and it looked like it had been there for ages. Really? The top of the mug was clean. And the other half is, and it was just enough so that you could see it. Yeah. Picture where you pour the coffee yeah. is dug into the dirt, mm-hmm. and there's only the butt up and a little bit of the handle sticking out. And like nobody, in my, I'll guarantee you right now, nobody, yeah. why could, because the, it was a nice little novelty joke amongst the family. Right? Yeah. Everybody yeah. knew why I got it. And to find it there, and I just, and the, I remember the hairs on me, on me. You know, I was like, "You bastard!" Right? That that yeah. was his thing. Like, guess what? I do what I want. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know. And then one last one, and I told Tony about this, and you, 
And Tony said, are you sure? Are you sure? And to, so I've said on this pod that my better half is was a non-believer. She is a big skeptic. If we have a noise, mm-hmm. if the dryer comes on by itself, she'll come up with all the reasons why it was a power sure. surge, even though the lights didn't flicker or nothing. So one day, she woke me up. Something just touched the back of my hand. <laughs> it, well, it's because it's going to tell you the story is true. Mm-hmm. So the non-believer woke <laughs> me up, and she said, I can't find the dog. Mm-hmm. And we were babysitting a dog. Remember I told the you The dog story? was buried in the backyard <laughs> with his, with his no, nose sticking up. One leg sticking up. One dog we babysitting. And it was shaking I would, like crazy. I would bury in the backyard, but not this guy. <laughs> and so, and then we tore the house apart. Brought mm-hmm. to you by PETA. And, and she didn't know that, and she thought I let the dog out and went to bed. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. And we're tearing this house apart. So this little dog, he's a little shih tzu, and he's got the little collar, of the. and every time he runs, jingle, 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 you can't yeah, yeah. miss it, right? Sure. So we tore the house apart. Opened my daughter's bedroom, and I said, you know, woke her up. It was like 11.30, quarter to 12. And I said, is the dog with you? And she said, no, there's no. And I look around, there's no dog. Shut the door. Go downstairs. And my better, she's in a panic. We love this little dog. It's not a dog. We're babysitting him. I said, well, did you let him out? She goes, no, I've been here watching TV. And then she turned the TV off, call him to go to bed, and he sleeps under the bed. No word of a lie, she's going downstairs, even though he never goes down there. I've come from my daughter's bedroom. We've met kind of in the middle of our house, and then she's going downstairs, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go outside. Somehow he's got out. We didn't realize it. And no word of a lie, as I went to go into my kitchen to get my shoes, he starts jingle jingling, and he's at the middle of the stairs, and I stop, and the dog disappeared. Hmm. And my, I didn't get it, but my better half said, what happened to that mug just happened to that dog. And if you ask Lisa to this day, she is adamant because she said, I went upstairs, downstairs, and you got to understand. You don't live in a big house either. No, 1,380 square feet. Just, you know, nothing nothing amazing. And to give you an idea, this dog would, if you call him, he comes to you. He's not one of these little things that goes and hides. He's under your feet all the time. Yeah, he wants to sleep in your lap. And let's just say... If he's got a little treat, you shake that treat bag, whatever that dog is, he's coming home yeah. flying. <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter what time it is. No. And she is adamant that yeah. he was teleported, like by a mug, and then he was brought back. And the thing that got me, if he was upstairs, you would have heard jingle, 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 jingle. But literally the jingling started about 10 feet behind me. Right. And he come down. And then and the look on, and you know when a dog sees you, hasn't seen you, like... He was all excited, like, <laughs> like I don't know where the f I've been, but I'm back. You know, that's, yeah. He but, says, "You have no clue what I just yeah. witnessed." But no word of a lie. My better half. If you ask yeah. her about this conversation, yep. she'll say, "Adamant that dog. What happened to the mug? Happened to that dog?" Yeah, Whoa. because that is wow. Yeah, so yeah. I convinced Big John put that mug outside. Whatever happened to him? But you've yeah. had Portal. things go missing in your home, like you told me about the toothpicks. It never missing. did. It never appeared. And Lisa's car keys. Yep. Disappeared, and then she found them in her car. Yep, you know, like in the weirdest spot. Yeah, we have some weird. You know, and you've stuff had that tools go, go missing, and then they show yep. up in the middle. I've of... had client uh, printouts that I've done to go see a client, and they're gone. They're on the table, waiting for me to pick them up, and they're gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's happened multiple times. Um, but she, like you know, and so she's the big skeptic. She understands now after different experiences, but she is adamant, mm-hmm. and I even fought her on it. Yeah. I tried to debunk it, right? Sure. And she goes, tell me how that dog got to the stairs and either went up past you or came from the bedroom or one of the bedrooms and you didn't hear that chain jingling because as soon as he jingled, she's heading down. She heard him. 
And it was like he just appeared on the stairs. Yeah. And the dog, every step he takes. And she's adamant to this day. She said, what happened to that dog is the same thing happened to that mug. You're just lucky you didn't end up, like I said, <laughs> buried in the backyard. Yeah, and that that's just people know that's my ex-wife's right. dog, which is really my kid's dog. Right. And that'd be hard one to explain. Oh, you're yeah. a sucker. You're looking after your ex-wife's dog? <laughs> yeah, but it's for my kids. Oh, and actually, upset, will you? You know what? I love <laughs> I love that dog. Do you? Yeah. yeah. I, I wish my ex-wife had been like him, but he's great. Yeah. Fuzzy. <laughs> With a wet nose. No, nice. Oh, nice. All <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So anyway, a couple little stories to... That's very cool. Yeah, We'll leave it at that. We'll be back. Same bat time, same bat channel. Yeah, maybe have some guests. Always... Yeah, we're going to work on that guest for you. Thank Thanks. you, everybody, for listening. Phantom Faction at Outlook.com. Or our Facebook. Facebook Messenger. Right. Or you can phone Dan on his cell phone at... <laughs> at 555. This is where it beeps out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you. Thanks. Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.